Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Vlog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Hello to all of my Russian bots in the chat, because as we all know, anyone that has a negative view of Star Wars, including The Last Jedi, can be nothing more than a Russian bot, at least according to the most reputable name in news, CNN. If you don't catch my sarcasm, you're not paying attention. How is everyone doing on this Saturday evening? Shout out to my DLive fan. We got Captain Dean Heiss over there saying, here we go. Yes, indeed. Hello, Tina. He says, hello, comrade. Hello, comrade. Yes, indeed, my comrade, Tina. Hope you're doing very well, my friends. Hope you're all doing very well. Hell, greetings from Mother Russia, everybody. Yes, greetings from Mother Russia. We got Robert Frey in the chat. Chat? Tr- in the chat. Stephanie B. Zach Gregg is here. Mr. Peabody. Nickel Noodles. Hypernext 13. Gannison. Alita Troll. What is going on, Gannison? Force Ghost. Jay. Lily Patton. Keck 44. Jennifer G. Will Gentry is here. Uh, Beats of Angels. Dory the Hobbit is here as well. How is it going, everyone? How is it going? Mr. Peabody says, hey, Odin, what's going on, Peabody? Glad to see you over on the YouTube chat. Mother Russia, indeed. Mark Lazerth is here. Dobi Vichir, yes, indeed. Hello. Ibrahim, how is it going, me friend? How is it going, indeed, my friend? Darth Marl says, good day, Odin. Forgive me for being political, but I am happy. The anti-free speech far left took a massive smackdown at the polls over here in the UK. It's like an early Christmas present. Yeah, I am kind of amazed at just how much of a landslide it was. I don't really follow UK politics all that much because it doesn't really affect me all that much directly. But to see the results come in the way they did, oh boy, that was pretty interesting. Hammer's in the chat. What's going on, Hammer? Truculent Trout is also in the chat as well. Super Anime Gamer says, hey I'm doing well. Currently juggling you, EFAP, and trying to get done way too much homework yourself. Uh, really not a whole lot. Just spend a little bit of time with the wife and the puppies. And overall, I've had a pretty relaxing day. I'm fighting a cold, uh, but overall, I'm feeling okay. But uh, I've been taking some emergency and some day quill. Going to take some NyQuil tonight. And hopefully we'll be feeling better by tomorrow. Uh, obviously, colds don't always go away that quickly. But I'm hoping that mine does because I don't get sick very often. And when I do, I hope that it goes by very quickly. Mr. Peabody is over also on the DLive chat as well. Captain Dean Heiss and Will Gentry are over there as well. Double dipping today. Also, why is EFAP streaming tonight? I thought they normally stream on Sundays. Mark Lazer says, I may be a Russian bot for not liking Disney Star Wars, but I loved, I loved, loved, loved The Expanse. I've heard The Expanse is fantastic. I'm only about three or four episodes into season one, so I'm very, very far behind myself. The reason why it's hard for me to watch it is because when I watch it using the Amazon video app, for some reason, the sound sucks. I can't hear a damn thing that anyone's saying. Now, I don't know if that's the way the show is. I don't know if that's the way that the sound was recorded in the original show. My guess is it's because Amazon Video doesn't really do a great job at delivering video for some reason. And it deals a lot with having issues with not just audio quality, but also visual quality as well. But I would assume that one for one of their shows that it would be top-notch. I don't know if anyone else has had that same issue, but the reason why I'm dragging my feet on watching it is because I'm loving what I'm watching, I'm loving what I'm seeing, but it's so hard for me to hear anything because the, for some reason, the dialogue volume is so low in comparison to everything else, it just doesn't work. 
for me at the very least. Now, some might ask, is it your TV perhaps? But my TV doesn't have that issue with any other platform or any other show either. So I just I don't think it's just an Amazon thing because I've also watched series like Undone, uh, the one with Rosa Salazar from Alita Battle Angel, and I didn't have those same audio issues. Uh, Mark Lazerth, got you already, good sir. Uh, let us see, let us see what else we have. Hypernext 13 says, hello, my brother. Uh, sorry I couldn't be around on Tuesday. Good to see you, good to see you too, Hypernext 13. Alice McCarthy says, howdy, Odin. How's it going, comrade? Just watching Mary Poppins on this fine Saturday, because that's what us men do on a Saturday. Well, I don't know if that's exactly what us men do on a Saturday, but you know what? That's a fine, fine film you have there. Rock on, Gannison, Elite Troll. Great to have you here. Jeepers Turtle, how's it going? Long time since I've seen you in the chat as well. Peter Han is here also. Gmungus76 says, um, was gifted some AMC passes. How do those go to the box office? Still won't use them to see episode 9. So if you have AMC passes, then what that means is that AMC, the theater, was already uh, has already sold those passes to you. So one could argue that the studios don't get that money. However, it's going to go to the studio in some way or another, depending on what film you see because of the way that it tends to work. But I think that you'll probably have the best luck of giving the most money to the theater instead. But obviously, they have to make their money back somehow. Ibernex 13, nobody beats Madrasha, not even Mordor. You're right about that. Darth Morrill says, Madrasha commands me to hate Star Wars. Ah, yes, indeed. David S. is in the chat as well. John Early says, Austin Powers, do you think it's better than the Daniel Craig Bond films? That's kind of an odd question, seeing we're talking mostly about Star Wars, and the title for tonight is Rise of Skywalker, Mainstream Media, and the Fandom. So I'll hold off on that. Gannison says, good to see you again. Good to see you as well. Charzy says, uh, there are articles that say Birds of Prey is not woke. Yeah, but the trailers that I'm seeing, which is officially from them, seem to indicate otherwise. And so I will go based on what I'm hearing and also what I'm seeing myself in the trailers. So uh, articles can say whatever it is that they want, the movie will say something very differently, I'm sure. Uh, Tina says, don't even try to pronounce this. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. That means Rise of Skywalker sucks. I, I see what you mean there. I see what you mean there. Uh, Captain Mr. Roy over on DLive is dropping 10 ice cream donations. Thank you very much, Captain Mr. Roy. Mr. Peabody says, Steph needs to pull out the trimmers for your beard and for my hair. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be getting a uh, Freya, and I, I've been telling Freya that I'm going to be getting some uh, some haircuts in the next week or so. Now that I have exams this week, which means half days, and some days where I have an off period, so it's it's even less than a half day, definitely going to be trying to take care of it a little bit more. Captain Dean Heist says, emergency is awesome, especially the orange flavor. Yeah, we have the gummy flavor, and the gummy flavor is a little too sour for me, but it gets the job done. And also, Captain Dean Heist, thank you for the three ice cream donations as well. Mr. Peabody says, Perth is breaking all the records here. Wettest November, hottest December, finally the summer we deserve. Is that how it works? Is y'all's summer our winter and then y'all's winter our summer? Is that how it actually works? I always seem to forget. Bruce is in the chat as well. Hypernext 13 says, hey dude, I added you on my letterbox account. Sorry if it's a different name, Seth Zaddy. No problem at all, Hypernext 13. Thank you very much for following me over there. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know why that didn't... There, we, wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've, I've messed something up, it seems. Uh-oh. I was helping out John Flickinger earlier, and it seems that I have messed up my notifications. 
Uh, so let me try and get that. Let me try and get that taken care of because, uh, yeah, I don't want the wrong notification going off. All right, super chats. Oh no, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. Alert box. Let us see here. Super chat. That's what I want. Let me delete that. Hmm. And let me try. Let me try a little test. Let me try a little test. There we go. Cool beans. Uh, so Thomas Gilkey, thank you very much for the super chat. Sorry, I did not give the notification like it normally does. Looks like there was a little issue on my end. Uh, he says, Hail Lord Odin. Even though The Last Jedi is garbage, it brought together an incredible thing known as the Phantom Menace. Do you think The Rise of Skywalker will do the same? Hope you're doing well, sir. Hail. Well, thank you, Thomas Gilkey, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yes, I do. I think that The Last Jedi is the film that really brought all of us together in an incredible way. So if I have to be thankful to Ryan Johnson, it's for making such a terrible film that he was able to get a group of people that otherwise would not have ever known or met each other in all likelihood together. And so thank you, Ryan Johnson, for that hashtag solo lost money. But do I think that Rise of Skywalker will do the same? Yes, I think that it already is. All the leaks that have been coming out, all of the nonsense that we've been hearing is already bringing us together, keeping us stronger uh, in our, you know, in our fandom with each other, or rather within our fandom and within the friendships that we have. And I think it's strengthening friendships, creating new friendships. It's keeping things going. And what's going to be interesting to me is to see what happens after Rise of Skywalker is no longer, because we'll still have things like The Mandalorian Season 2, ideally to look forward to. We'll have Clone Wars Season 7 to look forward to in February. So we do have some Star Wars things to look forward to, but the big question mark is what films are we going to be seeing after The Rise of Skywalker? Because Benioff and Weiss, is, you know, they're gone. Dave, uh, you know, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are doing great stuff, but just for Disney Plus at this point in time. And then Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still a giant question mark. I honestly don't see how it could possibly happen, but if it does, then it's just going to continue to strengthen the relationships that we have. But yes, for for lack of a uh, shorter answer, I really do think that's going to happen. So thank you very much for the super chat, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce says, "Good evening, all father. Good evening to you, Bruce." Darth Maul says, on the topic of Russian bots, uh, the left are always claiming that Russian bots meddled with the election in the UK. They just can't accept that not everyone thinks like them. It's so amazing to me that that is the go-to now, that anytime anything happens in elections, in fandom, it has to be blamed on someone else than what actually is there. In the case of, you know, Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi, up oh, it's the Russian bots. They are the ones that are causing all the chaos behind the scenes. It can't be fans. It can't be real-life people. Trump wins an election. That, that could not have happened unless Russia interfered with our elections, and then that's proven to be false. And, oh, the Ukraine, that's, that's uh, okay, that's not really a whole lot there there either. Oh, a Brexit vote, yes, the, the elections in the UK, oh, okay. Rise of Skywalker, oh, every single time something happens that goes against the media narrative, they have to blame someone that's not them, that's not their ideology, and Russian bots seems to be the easiest thing to do because are there Russian bots out there? Yes. Are there Russian bots doing the things that they claim to be doing? Yes. However, they're trying to take a few examples and say, oh, that's all of them. When in reality, most of the people behind it are actual real-life people that don't go along with the, with the agenda. And the U.S. media, uh, the mainstream media here in the U.S. and all across the world are all a part of that same globalist agenda. And if you don't think that they're going to be trying to push for some globalist craziness in the near future, pay attention. Because it's when we stop paying attention that that kind of crap happens. 
So definitely keep yourselves on your toes. All right, back over to the regular YouTube chat. Uh, let us see here. Let us see here. Hammer says, do you need an audio upgrade, Odin? Multi-channel, uncompressed, master audio flowing through epic loud speakers. Do I need an audio upgrade? I don't think so, Hammer. As I said before, it, it's not the audio on my television. I mean, eventually I do want to get like a legit audio system, but the fact that it's the only show that I've ever had that specific issue with, with the dialogue being lower... I, I don't know exactly what's going on with that. Dora to Hobbit says, actor Danny Aelo, uh, A- A- Aelio, Aelo? I don't know how to pronounce his last name, do the right thing, has passed away at age 86. I thought I remember seeing that notification earlier today. Gannis and Elite Troll says, Jumanji is killing here. Biggest opening for a Sony picture. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at the box office of the weekend yet, but uh, seeing that the first film almost hits. I almost forgot how well the first one did. It almost hit a billion dollars at the box office. As of right now, it's made $80 million, meaning by the end of the weekend, I suspect it'll be closer to 150-ish or so. And that's a pretty good opening. You know, that that's a, means that it's going to be a sequel that's going to make a decent amount of money. Now, is it going to make as much as the first one did? That that still remains to be seen. But it is interesting how well it's doing. But so again, and I'm glad to hear that it's doing very well over there. The Price is Right review. Thank you very much for the $2 super chat. Says, Odin, my man, hope your holidays are great this year. Well, thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. Yes, yeah, so this week I'll be having the typical one-man low council on Tuesday. Tomorrow I'm having my Chosen of Valhalla stream. Uh, so I have a couple of new people joining me for that one. Uh, so very excited for that. And then on Saturday, I should be able to still have the Saturday night stream as well. But after Saturday, I'm trying to look ahead. So Saturday the 21st, I'll have my stream. After that, though, we won't have any streams until I get back from vacation. So probably December 28th will be the next stream. The One Man Low Council on Christmas Eve obviously will not happen because it's Christmas Eve and I will be with family. Uh, but yeah, that's just a look ahead to the overall schedule. But you have a great holiday as well. The Price is Right review. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for the Super Chat donation. I appreciate it. Jumping over to DLive for a second. Mr. Peabody says, no, this is normal. If you are not melting on Christmas Day, something is wrong. That's really sad, though. You should It should be cold on Christmas is what I think. Captain Dean Heiss, regarding The Mandalorian, is it really as good as I think it is, or does the ineptitude of the Disney trilogy make it seem better? So I think it's both, because it's a fine show. It's a solid show. It's not a great show, and the reason why I say that is because If Star Wars was not in the current state it's in, I think that we would be disappointed by the show, just to be perfectly honest. But because Disney Star Wars is in such a terrible state right now, and it's not terrible, and it's not garbage, and in fact, it's pretty okay, it seems amazing. It seems better than what it actually is. So, Because right now, we've only gotten two good episodes, I would argue. Episode three and episode six. Three being the best, six being a second place to that. Everything else has been, you know, decent. You know, episodes one and two were okay, But then you had a couple of filler episodes that were not very good. So, yeah, I would say that overall as a series, when you have two episodes out of an eight-episode season that are filler and not very well done and not well directed and not put together, hey, I I think that we can't ignore that. And we can't even let the crap that is the Disney trilogy in the main canon distract us from the fact that it's a decent show at best. Uh, Again, I'm not trying to tear it down at all if you like it because I like it too. I'm a huge fan of Baby Yoda. And I love Baby Yoda. 
but I can also look past that and understand what's actually going on. Mr. Peabody says, sorry, I was having trouble reading the small writing on the screen to uh, had to delete that guy. No, no problem at all, man. Yeah, it sounds like he was probably a troll. Uh, Will Gentry says, yeah, I think it was uh, Hillary uh, Darn Clinton who said Boris Johnson was a Russian agent. It's getting ridiculous how crazy these people are. Yeah, seriously, everything is blamed on Russia. And I think that that is totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. All right, back to the YouTube chat. Uh, let us see here. Alice McCarthy says, the heck is a haircut? I used to know what that was, but it's been many years. Yes, I can tell from the profile picture that it's been a very long time since the haircut was received. Uh, but because I've got a little light spot up here, I like to have my hair a little bit shorter. But laziness and lack of free time have kind of impacted that. Jace Doe says, since it's tis the season, uh, we'll give a Mr. Hanky the Christmas poos howdy how. Howdy, how indeed, Jaysto. Thank you very much, Jaysto. And Jaysto, thank you for sending me all these digital codes. So I've got plenty of stuff to do giveaways for on Patreon and on Subscribestar, and of course on the future for the channel as well. So thank you very much, Jace. I really do appreciate that. Uh, Charzy says, I might watch Parasite. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. And it is very very good. I recommend it highly. It's a film I want to see again. It's in my top two favorite films of 2019 at this point in time. Uh, if you want to see my current list, follow me over on Letterbox, letterbox.com slash Odin movie blog. Don't ask me why it's not Odin's movie blog. I think there was an issue where I mistyped it and couldn't get it or something to that effect. But if you want to follow me over there, you can see my current. I think I have it at a top 14 movies of 2019 so far, with the last one being a complete joke. However, it is such a bad movie that I love it. John Early says, The people who don't like the Disney sequel trilogy are often told by fans that the prequel trilogy ruined Star Wars first. And I would say, if anything ruined Star Wars, but it really didn't ruin it. It, it made us frustrated. It made us angry. You know, it, it ticked us off. It was when George Lucas went back in time to change the original movies. I think that had more of an impact on our view of Star Wars than the prequels did. Because I'll be the first one to say... Episode 1 and 2 are not very good. Even though the stories are far far and wide better than anything Disney has given us story-wise in the Disney trilogy, the dialogue is not very strong, the acting is not very strong, the effects don't hold up, so I can be critical of the prequel trilogy. And I've been, I've been uh, very critical of those movies for a very long time. Episode 3 is the only one really worth talking about because, of course, it's just a much better film. But even that film has a lot of issues. That's why my bigger issue is George Lucas going back and adding CGI and, and not allowing fans to have access to high-quality versions of the original prints of the film and kind of holding them hostage to the point now where fan groups have to come together, find original prints, and make the films themselves. Make the Blu-rays and the 4Ks on their own, which is really cool. The projects that they're doing and they're working on are awesome, but it, it is still frustrating. So if I was going to go after George Lucas, it would be after him holding the original movies hostage more so than the prequel trilogy. Darth Merle says, The Chinese puppet Disney is doomed. Hashtag solo lost money. Hashtag a wrinkle in time lost money. Yes, indeed. Need we not forget, those two movies lost a lot of money. Uh, Lightwaves, thank you for following me over on DLive. I appreciate it, good sir. Jeeber's Turtle says, no one ever questions the Paraguay bots scary. I know, seriously, those Paraguay bots, they, <laughs> you know what, no, I think it's the Uruguay. I think the Uruguay bots need to be watched even more so than anyone else. Aiden Vickery, the hammering the left got here in the UK was biblical. That's what I've heard. 
Mark Lazerth, I think Stephen Straight Holden speaks softly in Expanse, but the others aren't too soft, so maybe it's the sci-fi recording. It, it probably is, but it's all the voices. It's not just the care. It's just not. It's not just one character that's been an issue so far. So yeah, I don't know what the issue is going on. Um, but yeah, let's see here. Uh, Lightwave says, "I'm a gal." Well, everyone is a dude to me. Everyone is a dude to me. Dudes and dudettes unite. Phantom says the Russian bots probably did do some of the stuff that they are being blamed for, but I'm not really in big numbers. That probably would be hard to pull off. No, it really isn't. And there's a one study that people constantly go back to that was debunked because it was taken from such a small sample size and it totally ignored the real people that were involved in the thread that the study dealt with. Charzy says, uh, whenever I visit the United States, I always watch Netflix since they have different movies. I'm extremely indecisive whether choosing a movie can take me 30 plus minutes. Netflix Canada has less options. That's why I would recommend getting some form of VPN because then you can get access to all of the U.S. options. Uh, Eric Huga. It's been a long time since I said that name. Eldra Kyuga says, Hey, Odin, long time, but I would like it if you could check out Vader Reviews, Star Wars fan film trailer, Jedi Fallen Order. It's awesome. Um, I'm assuming that's a YouTube video. If you send that my way uh, via Twitter DM or email, I'll have a better chance of being able to watch it in the future. Darth Merle says, even though, sadly, Ford v. Ferrari isn't doing well, it will hopefully pass $100 million at the box office domestically. And I think that's very much in the cards for that movie. And as I've mentioned previously, I honestly think that the film will do well enough. And with the potential that it has for having these deals behind the scenes with marketing, with Coca-Cola and other companies that are featured in the movie... I think that even though it's at 172.5 million worldwide right now, and obviously it costs about 150 million dollars both to produce it and to market it, and it only gets 60 percent of the number at the box office, I think that the deals that it made in the ad revenue campaign will be enough to make up for it. But it's hard for us to know those numbers for sure. So based purely on box office, from what we know, it's a sadly going to be losing money, and it's it really is sad because it's a great film. Alex McCarthy says, the first one, dang, didn't know Jumanji made that much in 1995. (laughs) What I meant was, of course, the second one, the first one of the sequels. Tina says, not tied into your subjects of the night, but Cats is now running a new trailer. There are those who love Cats and those who don't. Wow. Is that in the actual trailer? Because that is so on the nose that it makes me want to see that film even more hand. <laughs> Rosetta Allen says, hugs and have an amazing day, all father. Thank you very much, Rosetta. Hope you are doing fine. Laura, Ryan stole my fan fiction story, says, I had to put the groceries away. Very sorry. I'm here now so the stream can officially start. Well, thank you, Laura, for allowing the stream to officially start. You should be very sorry indeed. Jumping over to DLive, Will Gentry says, yeah, it's the biggest majority since 1983 in Maggie Thatcher's day and labor's worst result since 1935. Socialism was firmly rejected in wonderful style. Happy days. So it sounds like my UK brethren are very happy with those results. Mr. Peabody says, I have a great idea for a Disney remake. Well, what is your great idea? Captain Dean High says, have you seen Star Wars Theory's Vader fan film? It's pretty good. Yes, I have seen the Vader fan film. It is pretty good. It's not perfect. And I don't know what's happening with his episode two of that series. But uh, hopefully it's able to get going pretty quickly. 
Alice McCarthy says, Misa thinks Mondo episode six was pretty good, except for that one scene. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, episode season six was solid. Episode three was a little bit better. Animation commentator says, I don't like any Jumanji movie that purports itself as a reboot. Nothing can or should replace Robin Williams' Jumanji. And I understand that, totally. I understand why someone might feel that way. And I, that's how I felt going into the reboot with The Rock that came out a couple years ago. However, it was very surprising, and it was very respectful of the source material. And so if you're going to do a reboot, do it right. Right, do it right. Add something new to the story. Add something new that's worth telling, and respect the source material. And they do all those things, and it's an entertaining time because of the actors that they have involved with the film. So, I would still recommend it. Charlie says, "I seem to be the only one, but Knives Out was boring for me. My mom was asleep. Some scenes dragged, it, dragged in my opinion. People asked my mom for advice on it, and they ignored and fell asleep mid movie." Okay, I don't know, understand the whole advice thing. I'm assuming that people were talking during the movie, which I can never condone, Charzy. Don't talk during a film. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've heard some of that too. I've definitely heard some of that too, that it is a little on the boring side, but many people have liked it. And having not seen it myself, I can only assume that some will love it and some will hate it. Laura says, sorry, the wife is chatty tonight. I'll talk to you later. Go ahead and talk to the wife. Happy wife, happy life as we like to say here on the Odin's Movie Blog channel. All right, jumping on the next chat. Let's see. Animation commentator says, didn't Disney lose money on that Nutcracker movie too? Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, oh, my goodness. I almost forgot that that film had even come out because that was one of the biggest. Yeah, so that was last year, one of the biggest box office flops of 2018 that was, of course, the Nutcracker and the four. No, the what was it? What was the official name for it? Something in the Four Realms. Nutcracker in the Four Realms, or something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Four Realms. Let's see what pops up for me over here. The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Yeah, it only made one hundred and seventy million dollars in its entire worldwide box office. On DVD and Blu-ray, in total, it only made $8.7 million, so sold almost no Blu-rays whatsoever. Production budget was $132 million. That means the marketing for it was around $65 million, meaning the film cost roughly around $200 million to produce. So $200 million to both make and to promote it. $170 million it makes, it only gets about 60% of that $170 million. You do the math. Big box office loss for that film. For sure. Gannis and Alita Troll, what's your highly anticipated movie of 2020? Uh, to be honest, Top Gun 2 looks very exciting. Very excited for Top Gun 2. And I'm sure there's others that just are le losing, leaving my mind at this point. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, the story is the same as Racing Stripe, but you change the zebra for a camel and call it Speed Bumps. That definitely sounds like something Disney would make. <laughs> but I really want you to make this movie because then I can actually want to go, then I'll actually watch it. <laughs> Let's see, Captain Dean High says, source material, what is that? Kathleen Kennedy said there wasn't any. That's a great point. That's a great point. Peabody says, that's where I went wrong. I forgot the wife part in Happy Life. But you can be happy too, man. You can be happy too. Uh, let us see here. Animation commentator says, didn't, didn't, okay, that's a repeat. Don't repeat. 
Don't repeat. Uh, Charlie says, yay, you have Joker at number one, or uh, so do I. I saw it three times. I also loved Ford v. Ferrari. Out of what I've seen, it's probably number three. Yeah, Ford v. Ferrari was a very solid film. Biggest issue with it, not really a very rewatchable movie. It's still good. Not really high on the rewatchability factor, though. Uh, yeah, but Joker so far is a number one movie, but Parasite has a very decent chance of bumping it because I just need to see Parasite one more time. I've seen Joker twice. Need to see Parasite one more time. Probably won't be able to see it one more time until it comes out on Blu-ray and 4K, but I'm still very excited for it. Ammunition Commentator says, apparently you can't say Cracker properly on YouTube. That's weird. That is kind of weird. I've never heard that before. I'm assuming it's because the YouTube algorithm picks that up as a slur of some kind, but I think that's completely stupid. Aiden Vickery says, take it from me here in the UK. The left lost for two reasons. They could uh, they could decided where they stood on Brexit. They couldn't decide where they stood on Brexit. Their leader has never been liked or trusted. Yes, indeed. And that's politics for you. Uh, Dina says, yep, uh, there was an actual, there, that was in the actual Cats trailer. They ran it last night when I was watching Pluto TV, and I was laughing. The mini trailer is different, too. So there's new footage in the new trailer, and it says in the trailer, some people love it, some people love Cats, some people hate them. And I think that speaks volumes about what people are thinking about that film before it actually comes out. Nathan Slay says, Cats is going to be, is going to flop terribly, looks terrible. Oh, no, trust me. It looks god-awful, but because of its nightmare fuel, I'm probably still going to go see it (laughs) because I want to see just how bad it is. In fact, you very well could see that movie somehow make money because people are just so interested to see what kind of a train wreck they're going to (laughs) see. Peter Han says, Odin's movie blog is more profitable than Charlie's Angels. That's probably a fact. Because I haven't lost any money on the channel yet. Uh, Hardwick says, Sherlockians are the original fandom. They even successfully pestered Sir Arthur Conan Doyle into reversing his decision to kill off Sherlock Holmes. That's a very interesting point. Animation Commentator says, Star Wars Theory is our only hope. I think there are other people out there as well that are only hope. The reason why I'm being kind of shady towards him is because he recently, apparently, and again, I don't have the actual footage in front of me, uh, threw some shade at the Phantom Menace. So uh, even though I will definitely be able to stay objective with the fact that his Vader fan film was very good, I'm also not going to throw full support behind someone that can't support fans. Elder Kuga says, just send it to you. Oh, let me see if I can find where that chat was. Where was that chat? Oh, where'd it go? Just sent it to you. Messed up on the name Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Tommy says, if ever you are near Florida, I must know so I can make you watch all the older movies you have missed out on. (laughs) Well, I would be there for months, and that's the kind of time I don't have to spend in Florida. So... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, if I remember in Florida, I'm going to have to hook up with some fans over there, but also too, Drunk 3PO and uh, Exaggeration Nation as well, because Jesse and Drunk look like so much damn fun together. And I'm assuming uh, Geeky Candy, I think, is in that area as well, since I saw her hanging out with Drunk 3PO recently as well. Um, let's see. Uh, Peabody says, I also think Snow White can be redone as slightly tainted and seven felony warrants. <laughs> You need to remake it. You need to remake that film. Into that. That sounds wonderful. 
<laughs> Will Jenner says, yeah, the only reason I'm going to the cinema on Thursday is for the lulls and to see how bad the train wreck is. Yeah, so I'm going to be seeing The Rise of Skywalker on Tuesday uh, because a good friend of mine, John the Flick Pick, go check him out, The Flick Pick on YouTube. Uh, he invited me to go see an early screening, a press screening around 2 or so in the afternoon. So I'll be seeing that on Tuesday. And as soon as I'm allowed to, and normally I wouldn't care, but because I want to make sure that he's fine, because I don't want to put any, informa- any information out I'm not allowed to put out and get him in trouble. Because for me, I don't really care. But for him, obviously, I don't want to get him in trouble. But he, yeah. So th- I will be getting all the information that I can out to you all as fast as possible, since I'll be seeing that one much earlier than a lot of other people. Um, let's see. Hyperdex13 says, have you heard of the YouTube channel, uh, Pony Smasher? The director of Shazam is pretty humble guy. It's his YouTube channel. Oh, it really? No, I've never heard of his YouTube channel before, but I, I overall did like Shazam a lot. Uh, and no, Rise of Skywalker is not out yet. It comes out officially on Thursday evening in the States. I think it technically comes out on Wednesday in other countries where I assume it'll be Thursday in the States. I'm not exactly sure how that all works, but I will be seeing it Tuesday. Um, Hardwick says, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is not a remake. It's set in the same continuity as the original Robin Williams movie, but avoids rehashing it. Well, again, when it, when it comes to remakes, reboots, sequels, it's all the same to me. If you're taking a concept that was done a long time ago and now you're doing it in a different way, that to me is still a remake reboot. It may not fit into the exact definition of it, but... I'm not going to be playing wordsmith with anybody when it comes to that. Gannison says, is Disney making any remakes for next year? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I believe that they only have two original movies coming out next year. Or actually, in the next five years, I think that when last time I looked at their slate, they had about two or three max films that would be original coming out. Everything else is a remake, reboot, or is a retelling. Whatever it is that you want to call it. Uh, or based on previous material. Jace Doe says, I thought the Jumanji movie, the first one with Jane Johnson, was toted as a sequel to the original and not a reboot. It was indeed a sequel. I, it all means the same thing to me when it comes to films being made much longer after the fact. Uh, Jordan Hobbit says, I finally saw Joaquin Phoenix in You Were Never Really There. The plot was 60% similar to The Joker. I feel ripped off. Um, yeah, I've never seen that film, so I can't speak to that. Alex McCarthy says, I never saw Jumanji 2 as a reboot to the 95 one. Jonas Brothers mentioned Alan Robinson. Okay, so some people are playing Wordsmith here, so I'm, I'm sorry if I confuse anyone. It is a sequel. It is a direct sequel to the original film, and that's why I'm saying it pays tribute to the source material in that original film. Uh, I'm sorry if I confuse anyone, but as I said before, I'm going to call that a remake reboot, even if it's a part of the original continuity, because of the fact that it took place that much longer after the original, and it had all new characters yeah, it's in the same universe, but it's all new characters. And so, therefore, it still, to me, fits that to a pretty good T. Charzy says, uh, No, I mean, after the movie, people asked how it was, and she said it wasn't, uh, but they ignored her advice and watched it anyways. Gotcha. Gannison says, Did you hear a rumor that